This episode brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're driving, cleaning, and even exercising. But what if you could be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. And auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Multitask right now. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. This is At The Turn. It's time for discussion and interviews about the world of golf you won't hear anywhere else. Here are your hosts, Nick Heidelberger and Joe Simons. Hello, hello. Welcome into another edition of At The Turn. Nick and I are very excited for today's episode. Nick, we're talking about made-for-TV golf. Hmm. Yeah. Let's let's get into it. Let's 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 get get into into it. it. Yeah. Before we do... I got some takes. Gotta get into the business first. Folks, remember, we're now in the month of the next men's major, your favorite major, the only all-professional field of the four men's majors, the PGA Championship. Do you want to win free golf balls? Of course you do. It's very easy to enter this contest. Go to Apple Podcasts. Leave your PGA champion who you think is going to win. If you're correct, Piper Golf is going to send you a sampler pack of their golf balls. All the golf balls they make, you can figure out what's best for you and your golf game. Leave your PGA champion in the review. Give us five stars. If you're right, Piper Golf is going to send you a sampler pack. If you can't wait, go to piper.golf. Use that promo code TURN10 at checkout. Okay, Nick. The match. They're... They're pressing on. They're, 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 they're continuing to do this. Every time the field gets a little less interesting, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Yeah. Here's who's going to be at it this summer. The recently unretired Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, and Josh Allen. Now, if you're thinking those aren't golfers, you're correct. <laughs> that was actually... My first thought. (laughs) Those are all NFL quarterbacks. Maybe the best four we got, but this is not their profession. Mm. What are your initial thoughts on the match? Uh, 
Same. Absolutely bro. not going to watch. Zero interest. Yeah. Um, I think it's cool they got these guys. It's nothing against those guys, but you need golfers to carry this thing. Otherwise, it's going to turn so sideways so quickly. Like, it's cool when it's Tom Brady and Bryson DeChambeau going to get like talking shit to each other. It's not so cool when Brady and, and Allen are like, talking shit about each other's golf games like I, I don't really care these guys are supposed to be the best quarterbacks in the world like just spend your offseason throwing footballs and not worrying about your golf game the biggest mistake they make with this is finding a small aspect that works which is the nfl quarterback participating and then making that the entire event i don't know why they're doing this over the summer as opposed to the fall. Remember the first match? Tiger and Phil. Oh, the one that had the two best golfers in the last 30 years. Tiger and nobody and Phil. else. Yes. Yes, I do remember that one. And that was the best one by far. And it's gotten progressively a little less interesting every single time. I think this one's going to fall completely flat. I'm not going to watch it. I'm very I'm uninterested. Million percent not going to watch. It's the middle <clears> of summer. Like, you know what I want to watch in the middle of summer? Very little. Nothing. Pretty much the U.S. Open. I'll watch the U.S. Open because it's the national championship. Other than that, I'm not really interested in watching golf, let alone NFL quarterbacks. I mean, these guys are good at golf, but like, I don't want to watch a bunch of four handicappers. Like, I don't care. Exactly. Exactly. It's nice to have a four handicapper next to an elite player so you can really see the difference but just having them on their own does nothing now i get it they're trying to draw in a different audience okay like we're already watching whatever golf we want to watch right we're already we're already we're already part of the game's growth if you want to take it that direction um so they don't need us they don't need us to be interested they want the you know, the kids who who idolize these guys, they want apparently everybody in New England um, to who has to see everything that each of these four guys does. And if they're going to be on a golf course and they're going to be mic'd up, they're going to be introducing a new audience to golf. I would be interested, I'm not going to watch, but I'd be interested to see how remedial the broadcast is in terms of golf things that that golfers know are the norm, but NFL, you know, young fans are not familiar with. I just don't see who this is for. Like, I think I, I literally think it's for fifth graders. If it's for fifth graders, you know who fifth graders favorite athlete is Steph Curry. Put Steph Curry no. in this event. Like you need, you need Steph Curry. Like you, you hundred percent need him. You need Tony Romo. Yeah. You need some ladies. Joe. Yes. Why the hell has there never been Nellie Corda, Lexi Thompson, any of these? Danielle Kang. Not Danielle Kang. Like, we have some serious women's golf talent, some serious women's golf personalities who would charm a TV audience, who would do awesome in one of these things. And people have been calling for it. It's, it's not because nobody has thought of it. People have been begging and yes. pleading for it and leave it to golf to just 
put them on mute and completely ignore the calls. It, I, I do not understand why you cannot get some of those personalities into an event like this. And you know what would be sick is to have someone like NB Park in there who's like past her prime, but still contends in majors, barely hits the ball, like as far as distance is concerned. But all she does is just like make putts, hit fairways and greens. I'd love to see these Neanderthals up there try to hit 300 yards. MB just bunts her driver up there, hits the wedge to six feet, makes it, doesn't say a word. Barkley's talking shit to her and she just shoots like seven under like that. That would be interesting. We need that. We absolutely need that. We we need the ladies to play these same tees as these NFL quarterbacks yes. and, and put the beat down on. Humble those. I idiots. would love to see. I would love to see that. That would actually be really fun. You take like Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes versus MB Park and Danielle Kang and just have the ladies win by 10. That yes. would be so much fun. That that would be awesome. I have some other alternatives for the match. Going back to the NBA, Steph Curry, legendary golfer as far as pro athletes are concerned that are not professional golfers. Andre Iguodala, his former teammate in Golden State. I played at Bandon like I guess seven or eight years ago now, and our caddy said that Steph... Iggy and a few other warriors were out there. He said Steph was not happy with what how he was playing, and he shot one under. Like he's that <laughs> level of golfer. Like these guys are nuts about it. I think you got to get J.R. Smith in there. Obviously, he has to maintain his amateur status to continue to play college golf. And let's see Barkley's dumbass out there. I want to see Barkley actually play and have to compete against these guys. I think that would be really interesting. I know he's terrible, but let's see it. Let's see the train wreck. Give me something to watch. I, I think, think the he's NBA better than he used be to be. Isn't that always the rumor? Like, there's always a special, like, three or four years, like, oh, Barkley's figured it out. He's going to be paired with Hank Haney. Here we go. He's got it. And then he just doesn't. You see him at that American Century Championship, the amateur event, and he just continues to have that horrible hitch. Mm. One thing I would, would, would be curious about, staying on the NFL, get those quarterbacks out of there. You know what I want to see? Four offensive linemen. You know what I'm saying? Let's get a tackle. Yeah. Let's get a guard. You know, give me give me a defensive end. Those guys are gonna. I mean, maybe they'll play bad, but if they make contact with the ball, it's gonna go 400 yards. I'd be way more interested in no name. You know, no name tackles, linemen, NFL players that people are aware of. At least hardcore football fans get them out in that in their atmosphere. Pair them with the quarterback. Like take Tom Brady and his best offensive lineman. Take Aaron Rodgers, and if you can find a Green Bay Packer that can stand him, <laughs> put him out there with him, and, the, and they can play. Try to mix and match this whole thing. You know, or maybe a quarterback and, a, and like a star linebacker or, or defensive lineman from like within their conference. So it's like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Alternatively, let's go to the tennis world. Get Rafa against Federer, right? Get like a couple pro mm-hmm. golfers and get Rafa Nadal against Roger Federer. Both those guys are sticks. They know hand-eye coordination. Or if we're going to go, if we're going to take golfers completely out of it. Okay. Let's go four guys from each sport. And I would guarantee the NHL wins, wins those Olympics. Oh, I yeah. think hockey and golf is the, is the most linear translation, especially being out here in new England, like, I know guys that are like 
scratch golfers that picked it up in their late teens because they just played hockey forever growing up. I mean, like Wayne Gretzky, you know, I think he's a golf addict. Uh, you know, he lets his daughter date DJ. <laughs> Have kids with him even. <laughs> Um, I, I think there's a strong hockey golf correlation and a lot of these NHL guys or retired NHL guys just like step out of the course and are scratch golfers. Here's the one I want to see the most. Tony Romo has the, has the Texas connection. You pair him with Jordan Spieth. Jim Nance has spent 30 years on the air talking about how Fred Couples was his college roommate and golf teammate. Have you ever seen Jim Nance swing a golf club? Jim Nance never participates in any of these amateur events. I want to see he's Jim working. Nance. <laughs> That's true. He's always working. Romo and Spieth versus Fred Couples and Jim Nance. Let's go. Yeah. I would tune into that. Yes, absolutely. The match six. Capital hey, you One, know what? you can send me a check. Yes, we, we can vote with our money against the four quarterback match. And I will not be paying a dime or or turning it onto my TV. I will no. be letting my voice be heard. No. I'm going to be sitting out on the deck, enjoying a beer, doing anything besides that. Mm-hmm. The broader topic of made-for-TV golf events. There's a, there's, there's a history with this. It starts with the Shell's wonderful world of golf. Now, obviously... There are things that predate this, but I'm going to start with Shell's Wonderful World of Golf. It started in the 60s. It was a very controlled environment. There's a lot of these available on YouTube now, just like you could watch the final round broadcast of basically any Masters. You can do the same with Shell's Wonderful World of Golf if you dig a little bit. There are spectacular ones from the 60s, Sneed versus Nicholas. I've talked about that one a bunch. One was on the other day. It was Gary Player and Arnold Palmer from like the mid-90s in some course in Hawaii I've never heard of before. There's like a gallery of 50 people out there. And it was a great watch. It was on for 90 minutes. They cut out the holes where they make pars and nothing exciting happens. They show <laughs> us the par fives and the par threes. Arnie was like four under on the front side. It was great. And I think that's the biggest problem that we have right now with these made-for-TV events. These television stations and producers and sponsors think that you need to make it live, Think that the betting aspect is what's going to grab people? I completely disagree. What you have to do is if you're making this a made-for-TV event, then give me a really tight television product. Don't give me like a three-hour snooze fest where you have two or three moments that I can just follow Twitter to figure out what the exciting stuff was. Like I didn't have to watch the entire match to watch Tom Brady hole out or to see Phil Mickelson talk shit and then drive a par four. I can go on Twitter and see it all boil down in two minutes. And that's what these made for TV events should be. Show me the meat of it. Tape delay it. Tape it in a place where there's not a ton of people, small galleries, not a lot of fanfare, and air these things in the winter and in the fall when there isn't a lot of golf stuff going on. This match is competing against summer. <laughs> like, you can't yeah. do- <laughs> Seriously. Summer's undefeated. There's so much to do. <laughs> like that's, what's so great about these shells matches and all these made for TV matches when they put them on in the winter and in the fall, that's when you want to have these. So shells, wonderful world of golf turned into the skins game and the skins game was an annual thing that they would do on black Friday. And you would get four of the top pros. They would go out 
and they would play a well-known course, but it was the same sort of deal. Even though it was a live event, it'd be really boiled down. You get people like Lee Trevino, Fred Couples, Tom Watson. You get the most interesting people in the game of golf playing in these things, and that's the draw. You don't have to manufacture anything about it. The fact that Lee Trevino has a $60,000 putt to take money out of Fred Couples' pocket, like that's really compelling television. That's really interesting. And I just don't think that they understand what people want to watch anymore. Everyone's so locked into this gambling aspect of golf that I think people have really lost what is interesting about a made-for-TV event. No, I, I agree 100%. I think the formula to follow, number one, Black Friday, is out of out of all 365 days, that is the one where the largest number of people are creating plans for me, none of which I'm interested in doing. <laughs> yeah. Number two, you, you've got to have – like having Tiger Woods was awesome, not just because it was Tiger Woods, but because you know you're going to get to see a side of him that you don't get to see. He's super reserved. You, you, you can script his press conferences. You know, he has a way about him. That's that's very calculated. That's that's very predictable. So getting him off the cuff, such a coveted golfer like that, that's great. So we're not always going to get Tiger Woods, but get somebody where we're going to learn something. Somebody who's entertaining. Somebody w- with some personality. Um, sure, you want to bring in a new audience. Get the Tom Brady's, pair them there. You know, you get the the celebrities. That's fine. I'm okay with that, but it can't be only them. And give me some sort of interesting golf format. God knows we have enough stroke play. So we do these matches. That's that's good. That's better. I, I'm good with that. Like, why has John Daly not been in one of these things? Boy, I I don't have a good answer for that. They had the father-son thing. And even though Tiger and Charlie were the headliners, the dailies won the thing. Yeah. Like that was also a big factor of why that was so popular. You have two John Dailies out there hitting the ball a mile, making it interesting. You have to have elite golf in these things. They they broadcast that big celebrity tournament every year in Lake Tahoe. And I always forget about it. And then when I inevitably dip in for a few minutes, I'm so bored by it. I don't care that Country music stars and comedians are like eight handicaps. Like it's fun when you're watching like the Pebble Beach Pro-Am and you see an occasional Ray Romano down on the beach trying to hit a shot. All right, that's fine. Like give me the token one or two of those. But by and large, I want to see the best <laughs> players on the best golf courses. Like I don't – I can go out to the golf course to watch 10 handicaps. Like right. I can go down the street and witness it in person. I don't need to sit on my couch – and watch Travis Kelsey hook a four iron into the ocean. Like, (laughs) it's just not interesting to me. So after the skins game, it was, it was still going on kind of at the turn of the last century. Then they started doing these very specific made for TV events. And much like the tiger versus Phil that we had a few years ago to kick off this whole recent run of the match, they had, I still remember the name because ABC really, really touted it. And Al Michaels announced the battle at Bighorn. This is when David Duvall and Tiger Woods were jockeying for number one in the world in like 99 or 2000. And the big thing was, all right, they're going to play under the lights for the last three holes. These guys are teen. I think it was like in the September or October. So kind of towards the end of the PGA tour season back then. 
They're going to play under the lights for the last three holes. And I remember watching it. It was a big deal. It did huge ratings because you have the top two golfers in the world playing a special made-for-TV event. I remember the golf being unspectacular, but it still had to be appointment viewing. Do we have guys in the game right now that would draw an audience if you had a one-on-one match? I'm talking like Tiger and Duvall. There's no Tiger and Phil where it's like, I have to watch because these guys are playing this made-for-TV event. Like, could you give me a foursome of a skins game on Black Friday where you're like, Ash, I'm I'm sorry. You got to take Gavin to your folks. I'm, I'm, I'm watching the skins game. You know what I would watch? And I, I don't know. I, I haven't worked out the logistics because I just thought of this. But how many Ryder Cups captains picks are there? Four now, I think. Okay. Oh. So, you get, so you get eight golfers. You get Go eight on. golfers. And you put four matches out there. Wow. That that is what I would watch. Because you know what I what I'm I'm realizing is it has to be for something. And God bless the meals. It's not that I don't give a shit, but it doesn't get me excited if 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 they donate 250 meals or 500 meals. It, it, like I don't that's not tangible to me. Like I'll that will never that will never make its way back to me. But if, well, let if me, Scotty Scheffler and, and Xander Schauffele are fighting for that last Ryder Cup spot, like, you better believe I'm dialed into every single stroke. I'm analyzing how they perform in match play. I'm looking at where they're hitting the drives and who, whose putter is hot because that's so crucial. I, I am locked in to that. Well, let me save you real quick about what you said about the Beals. I think whenever I see that, I always think – just donate double. Like, okay, he has to make this putt for 250. How about you just give a thousand because you're a credit card company? Well, also, it's like if you're saying, like, if you make this putt, I'll donate 500 meals. You're, what you're saying is, if you miss this putt, I'm not going to donate 500 meals. <laughs> That's exactly like, right. Just if you have the means to do it, like, don't make it dependent on this putt. Just do it. Are we in agreement that money is not a motivator for an audience? Yes, it does. It because it, it because it's not tangible. We we don't really we don't care in a way. It doesn't affect us. It doesn't like it's just not important to an audience. It really isn't. Well, we talked last week that Robert Garrigus made fifteen million dollars on the PGE Tour. These guys have enough money, and if you're good enough to be picked or interested enough to be picked for one of these made for TV events, exactly. suffice it to say, you have enough money. I just don't think that. I think that the talent pool at the top is so spread out right now that you don't have a clear – all credit to Scotty Scheffler. He's not putting butts in the seats. He's just a humble guy from Texas. He's not Tiger Woods or Phil or David He's just Duvall. Jordan Spieth's childhood friend. <laughs> <laughs> They're all Jordan Spieth's childhood friend. Like Jordan Spieth is probably at the top of the list. He, to me, is the most interesting, relevant golfer that we have from a, if he's in contention, I'm most interested standpoint. I'd put DJ and Rory in that category as well. So maybe we're getting close. Spieth, Rory. Is DJ in that class? Do you find him interesting? Because he could not give a shit and shoot 80 and just be out of there. Yeah, but his lack of interest is interesting. (laughs) His lack of interest is interesting. I... Point being, I just don't think there's enough guys to like really make a compelling skins game. At the end of the day, if you're going to have these made-for-TV events, 
get it the hell out of summer and please put some professional golfers in your golf event. Get some ladies in there. It seems real easy. Nick, you brought this mad golfer of the week to my attention. This is this is something special this week. Did you just stumble across this on the social medias? Yeah. Well, this Mad Golfer of the Week is brought to you by T-Box Coffee Company. They're a roast-to-order coffee brand in the heart of Southern California. Package for the golfer who can shoot 68, the golfer who shoots 112, and every score in between. Let T-Box fuel your morning rounds. Promo code TURN15. This comes to us from the Patriot Hills Golf Course at Stony Point, New York. Now, typically what we do in this segment is we will scour the internet for skating reviews of golf courses by folks who just seem very grumpy. What we have today is an Instagram post from Robert Nardella. This is something that he came across. Now, wait a minute. Do you think he posted this or just came across this? Like, did he construct this sign and put it on the tee box? No, the the person who put the sign on the tee box is not also posting it on Instagram. Yes, <laughs> that's that's no, fair. No chance the person who made this sign has heard of Instagram. So what we have here is a sign that is on a tee box. It is staked in the ground. We have pictures and we have a large caption. Here's what the caption says. This is our mad golfer. This is our mad golfer of the week. Well, let me describe the pictures first. So we have the caption up top and below we have a golf ball. It's a Titleist 8 with an E on it. And then we have the picture of the hood of a car with a golf ball size dent in it. Those are the pictures that, that accompany. Does that car look like a VW Bug to you? It does. Yeah, it has a yeah. very distinct sort of shape around mm-hmm. the edge of the hood. That's a good call. Okay. Just, just so we know who we're dealing with here. Yes, Somebody who would yes. spend money on one of those. What, what type of people? Here we go. My guess is you're right-handed. A slicer, obviously, and typically hit less than 30% of the fairways. That's so specific. It's so specific. Less than 30% of the fairways. Man, even I hit more than 30% of my fairways. Yet, what a total, what a total burn. <laughs> it's, it's, it's such a, I mean, it really is a great burn with how specific it is. <laughs> Uh, yet, magically, you thought you could rip a 240-yard drive to this green surrounded by bunkers. You hit my daughter's car, which was sitting in the driveway. Luckily, it was the car and not a friend or family member. Sitting in the driveway. <laughs> in the driveway. Here's where it gets good. You know you did it. Everyone in your group knows you did it. Man up and call me. Dave Fusco, the PHGC golf pro, has my cell. And then there's sarcastic scribblings on the sign. Someone wrote, so move. There's some dates that people have written on here (laughs) trying to draw some clues to who did this. Um, I... I don't think this is an effective tactic by, no. by, by whoever posted this sign. Would you be more likely to call Dave before or after seeing this sign? I think what what <laughs> I think what might happen is people probably have had a, a, 
a few, d- depending on where it is in the golf course, this is like the second or third hole. It's probably not going to happen. But if it's like the 14th or 15th tee box, you get some people out there that have had a couple cold ones. Hey, hey, let's call Dave Fusco and say that we're the ones that hit the car. Let's get this guy's cell. Let's rile him up. Someone had to have crank called this guy by now. He's asking for it. I'm not he saying is. what the guy did was bad, but also like, well, wait a minute. I, I could go into the pro shop and be like, hey, can I get Dave's number? <laughs> it was me. What is your general stance on culpability for you hitting a house or a car? When you hit a golf ball and it hits something else, what do you feel is your responsibility at that point? I mean, I'm not a lawyer and 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 I don't agree with the law in this. Like golf is a game of misses. I'm sorry. Like if you're playing golf on a golf course and, you know, your ball hits a house or a car, you know, they build some of these things too damn close to golf courses. And I'm sorry, it's just going to happen. And it is going to happen. 90% of people are are not going to call you, Dave. I'm sorry. They're just going to say like I'm already pissed off. I hit a bad shot. I didn't try to hit it there. Your damn house is too close. And guess what? There's 600 yards between me and the next person. So I'm just gonna walk away. Yeah, I saw a great Instagram video of this guy. The buddy is filming his buddy who is getting into a confrontation with the guy who's standing on his deck overlooking a golf course. <laughs> and the guy's like, "Did you hit this ball in my backyard?" <laughs> yeah. Are you going to do anything about it? No, you live on a fucking golf course. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, you do. That's that's what happens. That's the risk you take. It is. It is. It is. And like, he wasn't trying to hit your daughter's VW bug. But you know what? <laughs> to, to quote Happy Gilmore, he shouldn't have been standing there. Shouldn't have been standing there. And that is your Mad Golfer of the Week brought to you by T-Box Coffee. Use promo code TURD15 at checkout. We're working on the theme song. By the way, I'm going to get this theme song going. I actually have some is this, ideas. Is this a real, is this a real thing? Like, I, this I wasn't is a real, sure if you were just, just, just joking around. No. This is, this is a bit that we're actually going to have follow through on. I will guarantee that by the end of this calendar year, we're going to have a theme song. Okay. Okay. For everyone's favorite segment on At The Turn, it's time for Nick Rules. Brought to you by Matchstick Golf. Turn 20 at checkout. Yeah, I've been getting a lot of questions about this. And um, we, we saw it a couple weeks ago on the PGA Tour. Uh, Dylan Fratelli makes this unbelievable play out of a tree. Overhead, if you haven't seen it, you have seen it. You you know you've seen it. He's standing there almost like he's taking a whack at a pinata. He's got a cl- – I believe it was this driver yeah. above his head. And, and he just tomahawks that thing into a tree and hits his ball to like six feet. I mean it's it's almost a joke. And It was out of goes- some Spanish moss, right? It, it, mm-hmm. it wasn't like tree yes. limbs. It was like – yeah, it was like some, some yes. mossy type material. Spanish moss, you know, yeah. and I and – I, and I, Pardon me for not not having the Spanish moss identification right on the tip of my tongue, Joe. You know we're, that's why I'm here. It's Rhode Island, not not Oregon. So you know, thanks for picking me up on that. Um, the touch with the driver out of the tree with the tomahawk chop is. If you're wondering if you could make it on the PGA Tour, try that one time. You get literally one shot because he has never practiced that. And if you can't get up and down from there, then no, you can't make it on the PGA Tour. Like that is the level of skill and athleticism and just natural ability 
that that separates us all. Um, however, Dylan's Dylan's unbelievable par turned into a double bogey because oh, obviously no. of rule. 10.1C, a player must not make a stroke from a stance with a foot deliberately placed on each side of or with either foot deliberately touching the line of play or an extension of that line of play. Basically, I mean, I don't know why they used all those words to say <laughs> no side saddling. That's it. This is this is the anti-Sam Snead rule. Yes. So... Uh, the C- the Sneeds r- rule came into effect. Dylan, I think, posted on social media that there's no way he could have made that stroke from, from the side of the ball. <laughs> it's just physically impossible. So um, that's why that power turned into a double bogey. But still try that shot. I, I, I strongly encourage you to try it. I want someone from the United States Golf Association or the Royal Ancient Golf Club to explain why that is an illegal thing to do. What advantage do I possibly gain from standing behind the ball and then hitting it? That is so hard to do. You're not gaining an advantage by doing it. I don't really understand why there is a rule specifically penalizing that action. It is you you went to great lengths to describe how difficult the thing that he did was, and there's a rule outlawing it, and you're assessed a two-stroke penalty as a result. I don't grasp why that's illegal. I think if I had to guess, yeah. it's probably illegal for like the foresight of like, what if somebody finds a way to to make this easy? Our game's going to turn into a circus. Equipment is going to change. They could develop, you know, a, a different shape. It's going to just be funky. Like we like it the way it is. So rather than have like some weird guys like Bryson just experiment with this, this crazy shit, let's just, let's just put the kibosh on it and just say, look, you got to stand or you got to stand. That's probably right. I guess my retort would be golf's been around for a long time. And I, I think if there was an advantage to be gained by this, someone would have figured it out a long time ago. There'd be someone on social media showing you how to, you know, this, this great golf hack that it's, it's so much easier to stand in line with the ball and swing. It's not physically possible. You have to rotate around the ball to actually make a proper golf swing. The only time you would have to use it is in a situation like this or if you wanted to have a side saddle putting. Imagine if somebody else is in that situation and instead of golf getting like this really awesome publicity and and bump on social media with this with this sweet highlight that could never be replicated. Like the player just doesn't even try it because it's a penalty. Like it deters them from even trying this really creative, really awesome shot. This thing was all over Sports Center and highlights everywhere and it was like, "Oh, check this thing out. It's really cool." Oh, but by the way, he got penalized two strokes. You're 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 purposely making ghoul, golf less cool by having this be a rule in your game. If there was ever, I I am a strong opponent of changing rules on the fly. But if there were ever a time, is it where they could just be like, "We're going to change this rule right now," like just for this specific instance, right now? So it could be like this would have been the time to to change the rule. That does it for Nick Rules. Before we go, I have to I have to ask you, Nick. I need a I need I need a golf update from you. How's your game? What's the state of your game? Have you been playing at all? Actually, I'm, I'm glad you asked. Good. Because I wasn't gonna bring it up. Oh. But I, I played nine holes over the weekend. Uh-huh. And I started triple, triple, <laughs> triple. No. 
No. And I went on Turkey. to shoot 46. <laughs> I I I hit four greens in my last my last nine holes. I made a birdie. Uh I made some pars in there. Um and now I will say I made I made three triples to start. There's really only one only one legitimate triple. It was it was super, super wet course. Two I just hit two tee shots into the rough and they were just gone. Probably six inches underground and just took you know took the the lost ball penalty. And um yeah, so so I in July, that 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 uh, those triples are probably you know bogeys and doubles, and it's just a regular it's just a regular round. But no, I've got some some serious some serious confidence playing my last my last six holes two over, and uh, that's just that's just the wave I'm riding right now. That's great. So you've established the the course in your new location. Actually, actually, no. Um, that was out in that was out in Connecticut. Oh. Um, over Easter weekend. But there's a course that's four minutes from me that I have not stepped foot on. That's the one. Do you I plan know. on getting I, out there soon? I'll get out there. Um, soon. I don't know, but I'll get out there. Well, the folks are waiting with bated breath for the next update. We got to get that handicap down, Nick. Folks, mm. remember, mm-hmm. leave a review at Apple Podcasts with your PGA Championship winner. Give us five stars. If you're right, Piper Golf is going to send you a sampler pack of balls. Turn 10 is the promo code at checkout at piper.golf. You got anything else, Nick? Nope. Put pro golfers in your golf matches. It's that easy. I'm Lacey Evans. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time at The Turn.